praise, praise the Lord. It's again, uh, it's uh, another uh, third uh, message on family. Uh, we had been uh, looking into uh, the messages earlier. Uh, we, we were looking, looking into the messages earlier on the family. And uh, the first one, uh, before uh, starting uh, the message, uh, though uh, brother uh, had prayed for me and let it be a blessing upon the word. And again, I want to submit myself. Father, I submit myself unto you, Lord. Father, every word that I speak, let it, let it is not mine. It is yours. Father, I am an ass. You have selected, you have chosen. I don't know for what you did that, but you chose me. That is for sure, because I understand that in my life, in my soul, in my spirit. Father, I submit myself unto you, Lord. Father, let your name be glorified. Father, this ass has got no wisdom. Father, bless the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, so with regard to uh, the family, the first one was, uh, first one we thought about was that God is proposing, God only proposed Eve to, uh, uh, Eve to Adam. And uh, uh, his plan was not to be alone and uh, to make a suitable companion companion uh, for Adam. And then uh, God himself made uh, Eve from the rib of Adam, where Adam has had no, uh, uh, no hand upon the creation. And uh, there was no choice. Then we see that, then we see that Adam was suddenly, Adam was so much attracted to Eve and he jumps out and he says that uh, he now she is my bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. This is what uh, we saw in the first study where God was proposing, uh, proposing. And then in part two, we uh, thought about uh, leaving and cleaving unless a, unless uh, father and mother uh, relatives, uh, we have to leave. And then only we can become one flesh in love. So God's plan was again making one in love. For that, uh, for that again we saw Rebecca as an example, Rebecca and Isaac, where uh, they were uh, they were having a test there because everything marriage everything was fixed between uh, father and uh, Eliezer. Uh, father of Rebecca, and then uh, at that point of time, they 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 asked. Uh, uh, Elias said, "I want to take the uh, girl also with me." So there was a con conflict. It was about uh, about. Uh, I mean, they were they were on the verge of uh, dropping the plan, but at that point of time, the word came through Rebecca that uh, when the question was asked, she said, I am going. And she did not have any, any doubt about it. She went 
and then we read uh, in 20, uh, Genesis 24, 67. Uh, I don't, I don't want uh, the 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 uh, words to be shown because I'll be reading reading it. Uh, so if at all anyone wants to go through the word, keep the Bibles open from Genesis 12 to 22. So uh, Genesis, it is only Genesis between uh, flipping between pages. So uh, you don't you don't need to see it on the board. Uh, so uh, so here. Uh, here we see that uh, Genesis 24, 67, Isaac brought Rebekah into his mother's tent and she became his wife. He loved her deeply and she was a special comfort to him after the death of his mother. May it be the same for each and every one of the family who are present here. Let she be a special comfort and they shall be made one. Uh, then, uh, so this is what we looked into in a, nut, in a nutshell. Uh, we are going further. Now in this today's meditation, we will be looking into five aspects, five themes rather. Family is the center of God's plan by which God is in, in, in intending to fulfill his promises. The second one is uh, uh, second one is God is the proposer, and God proposes only once. The third one is God's promise is established only in whom God proposed. Fourth one is God's everlasting covenant will be only with God's promised seed. And the fifth one is the son of the bond woman shall not be heir with the promised seed. So we will be having this five themes, uh, five themes. Uh, family is the center of God's plan in which God is intending to fulfill his promises. Family is a holy temple, actually. You need to keep all unwanted things out of the holy temple. Nothing, uh, nothing which is holy should be brought into the temple. So here we see family as a ho holy temple. Again, family as a university. Most of the parents complain about the Friday school teachers, they complain about the school teachers uh, and many others by hiding their own, their own flaws. Children start their studies, take whatever they need, go to the school, go to the Friday school, everywhere, whatever they show up is how we, husband and wife, show them and what they have learned from us. Now, the other thing is family is the altar where God is providing all blessings, all blessings is the altar. So when you come together as a family, as a holy union, God is pleased to be in the middle. 
and God wants to provide his blessings. But you are left with a choice whether to give the leadership to God or the leadership to yourself. So we, we, we saw as, uh, as a holy temple, as a university and as an altar. Now we went through that God is the proposer and God's, God proposes only once. God is a proposer. We have seen in the first study that God proposed. He brought Eve in front of Adam. He's, really, he was a proposer. So then we see that he proposes only once. Only once he proposes. Whatever that you plan ahead later on, that's all our own. That is not God. That is that is that is not God is not having any say upon it. So whatever God proposes, God proposes with his fullness. He puts the total love. That is why when a husband or wife is proposed from that time onwards until they get married, they cannot uh, keep uh, themselves aloof without talking to them. Each moment and each, because God is flushed in, flushed with his blessings and love. Because of that, he, uh, we cannot leave what's, what is God's, God's blessing, blessing for us. And he proposes only once. Don't ever have any relationship, whatever relationship that we have, that is not going to be hindering your family life. Anything that hinders even a small friendship that has to be cut off if your partner is not happy. So that is totally, uh, totally God's will that you need to cling to one another. You might say that she was my friend. He is my friend. No, if your husband or wife does not agree, he is not your wife. He is not your friend. Neither you, you should not talk to them. You have to cut off the relationship. So we will be looking more. Jesus very clearly says that there are no longer but two. That is, the, he's talking, talking about uh, husband and wife in Matthew 19, 6. Uh, Let no one split apart what God has joined together. So Jesus very clearly said that don't think about having any kind of relationship which is not godly. Malachi 2nd, 50, uh, 2nd chapter 15th verse says, Didn't the Lord make you with one with your wife? In body and spirit you are his. And what does he want? Godly children from your union. So guard your heart. Remain loyal to your wife, to your uh, wife of your youth. For I hate divorce. It's a very categorical statement that Jesus says. Uh, that God says, that God says that I hate divorce when this is being the, the, the exact mind of God, how can, how can, how can we uh, twist 
the word and say that that was God's word, this was God's word. So we need to be very, very careful. So again, God wants godly children from your union. This is the promise. Godly children from your union. This is the promise of God. Every pro marriage is proposed by God. Every uh, marriage. Look back how he had proposed between you, 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 you both and how you landed up here. You just you will see when you look to those days how God uh, worked in your marriage. You will see God's hand. God's hand was upon each and every uh, family. And God is a proposer and God proposes only once. So I think some of you are not sure whether your marriage is proposed by God or not. Because of the fact that maybe you, are, you went and said, I love you once. And you got married because of your word that time. Whatever it is, the whatever it is, don't have any doubt. You are here because of that will of God. Say amen. Say amen. All of you are children of God, proposed by God. Now, uh, now, what, what is the standard of the present family? I want to just go through the standard of present family. The present family is a Friday family. Mostly, even in the church I'm talking about, even in the church, only on a Friday, we come to the church, we hear some message, and you go back satisfied, switch on the TV, you then for, for the one week, I don't know how many of you are, are having a family altar, how many of you are having prayer at home. So this is the situation of the standard of the church now. God is not the leader of a home. Now, when a trial comes, the trial comes, when the trial comes, how do you face? Normally, the trial comes to make you more stronger. Whenever the trial comes, and if you are with God, you are in God's will, it makes you more stronger. But I don't know how, how you, will, uh, you will normally face this trial. Most of the places which I have done before is short circuit the plan. Short circuit the plan. Now, uh, for those who are in, in the electrical side, they know what is short circuit. Or in the medical side also, they know where heart is not, fun one valve is not functioning. Suddenly, you, you short circuit it and then you, 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 you come off. Uh, you, that block is particularly there, but it, it will not harm you. So we have such kind of short circuits in our family. So in any decision, we are not able to take God's decision. But when we read in Genesis 12, the Lord said to Abraham, leave your native country, your relatives and your father's family and go to the land where I'll show you where I'll make you a great nation and I'll bless you and bless and make your name great and you will be a blessing to others. So here 
we 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 see that god speaking to abraham and in the fourth word so abraham departed as lord has inst instructed abraham departed as lord has instructed uh why god had a plan to take him off from that land why god has got everything for everything god has a plan because from the time of adam we adam we saw that we saw many many people in the middle but finally we see that a very ungrateful uh people not knowing what is god's will we see that in uh, genesis chapter 6 uh initial verses god says i am sad that i created man then we see in uh, uh in in genesis 11 i believe where uh, uh, we, uh the people of babel are building a building again and and which touches and they are trying to create a name so why god had to make it because god knows that if god wants to bless abraham and his family he had to be taken out from this unclean situation or unclean community so for that god said you need to go no at that point of time abraham did not know why what is god's what was god's will why god is saying but he believed and that was counted for good so that was what happened in his in his life so we so uh so god is a proposer uh, we saw that god is a proposer and god hates uh, hates uh, uh, divorce and we saw that he is talking to abraham now god's promise shall be established in his time when we take the decisions leaning on our own understanding the trials are coming for 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 our good if god is with us if we take decisions and if we start leaning on to our own our own understanding now uh, what is what is happening is there shall be here uh, abraham had a, a small trial a very small trial the very small trial was nothing but a famine and uh, they left uh, it was a, a famine and during that famine both of them decided to go to egypt we all know the story i want to uh, focus on the baggage that he brought from egypt the baggage was one was sara had to go to the palace of pharaoh he was almost taken as his wife a abraham had to lie he then finally he brought in a maid from egypt called hagar so we just see the baggage one trial when we take it our own when we take it at our own understanding see the baggage that we bring this is happening in each and every decision of ours in the family each and every decision of ours we will we will not know that we are going to bring back this baggage we we are always thinking that this is this is fine this is always good this we saw this is actually good for my children study this and that we we might say many 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 things now how is your family who is taking the decision you or god 
any see any decision a husband and wife should live together and the family should be together children should be together any decision to stay apart any decision to stay apart you might say many things about it you might have many ideas about it you might say that it is for the good of the children the uh, children will go there uh, go there study and they will blossom their fam uh, their future 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 there you might say anything but you have a role as a father and a mother you have a role for your family the role for your family is separate don't think that oh mother is there enough mother will take care no mother and father has got a role in the family which cannot be replaced which cannot be replaced so each and every children they whether daughter or son they have to fall uh, or they have to come under the under the uh, instruction of the fa of father and mother because they are different and they want that kind of difference different uh, uh, different guidance now you may say that it is good for the studies you you may say that it is less expensive all these reasons you can say but it when you look into the root cause why you are sending your family there is because of your ego your family life is not clear your family life between your husband and wife is not correct there is ego between your husband and wife you are not ready to give away your ego for that you fight every day and you come to a particular situation that it is better to stay apart and then you come to know that your children are there okay they are they are in uh, they are studying in in nigeria or in india uh, that would be good and what happens is what happens is that is not the will of god you will not know you we will know at the end only what is the baggage that we are bringing after taking such a decision so that is one thing whether you are taking it together because husband and wife does not want to live together they are fighting every day yeah fighting every day like dogs like dogs so uh, so what what then they can do the best thing is that i think this is the best time that we should uh, uh, take our children for our studies this this will come out the devil will talk to one of you it will be like in the garden of eden and the other person will also think oh this is a very good decision then when you both have the joint decision you think this is god's uh, uh, god's uh, decision also but you need you need to know god's decision is one family which includes your children now uh, let's read uh, genesis 16:1 now there was a bigger bigger trial coming into abraham you know what is a what is a, what is a trial now sarai and abraham sarai Ab abraham's wife had not been able to bear children for him this is the trial now this is the trial the second uh, sentence says but she had an egypt servant named agar this is plan 2 this is plan 2 now the first thing is was not able to bear children immediately it says that she had an egypt servant named hagar 
Now, this is a baggage because of a smaller trial. Now, this baggage is you will see how it is going to be in the in the in the bigger version of trial. Sarai said to Abraham, second verse, suggestion. See the suggestion. The Lord has prevented me from having children. You look into that sentence. You we all will agree. Yes, you are not having children. So God has not, God has not, God has prevented me. See how the same thing devil says in God in the Garden of Evil. Go and then she says the advice: go and sleep with my servant. Perhaps I will have children. And Abraham agreed to Sarai's proposal. There it says Sarai's proposal, not God's proposal. Sarai's proposal. So uh, before, just before the word, Abraham had a vision in 15th uh, chapter. When you see, he had a vision that I'll make you like stars, stars in the uh, 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 stars in the uh, in in the sea, sea, seashore, and all. But what happens is, Abraham, Abraham agreed to his wife. In the third uh, verse, it says, Abraham's wife took Hagar and uh, gave her to Abraham as a wife. As a wife. See the, see, the, see the word. You know, the word in the Bible is very, very important. Uh, as a wife. Both of them failed. Both of them failed. Abraham and Sarai failed. Now, there is a third person coming as a power in the house. Until now, it was it was it was not. Now she gave a, a, a Hagar as a wife, and he went. And then you know what happened. Uh, now, when she was conceived, her mistress was despised in her eyes. Mean to say, Hagar despised. Uh, Sarah started despising Sarah because you know she became she conceived. It's a very big thing, especially when you don't have, and especially in the in the Eastern uh, family, uh, this thing. Uh, it is a very important thing that you should have. Now Abraham is going to have a child in Hagar. Now Hagar says, uh, Hagar starts despising. Uh, my husband is not having much of a problem. Simply, my, my husband is not having much of a problem. Whose husband? Who is telling? Hagar is telling. My husband is not. I am just assuming it's not there in the, in the Bible. It says, my husband is not having much of a problem. What does this affect Sarah? And then, and then she asks, in your family, any 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 of the people did not have children i think milka milka did not have for a long time how how this affects this is what it says that uh, uh, hagar started despising sarah when a god's family goes out of god's plan there are severe consequences because it is all governed by fleshly desires. It's all governed by fleshly desires. Now, then what we see is, 
uh, Sarah uh, starting uh, starting to be harsh against uh, against uh, uh, Hagar, and Hagar runs runs out of the house, and then uh, the angel of the Lord says, "Return to thy mistress and submit thyself under her her hands." See, from that word itself, we know that Hagar was not submitting herself under Sarah. Uh, angel of the Lord says, submit thyself under her hands. So she was not, she has grown big off late because she start, She was con conceived. Now we understand that uh, at the age of 86, Ishmael was born. And at the age of 99, 16N says 86, and 17.1 uh, says 14 years, we did not, we are not having any, uh, not even a word about how Abraham lived and how God worked in their family. Managing a family with two influential powers, with two different perspectives, from two different origins, from two different languages, from two different nations, there is no importance for words, uh, for, for, for God of word there. So what happens is Ish Ishmael lived, grew as a promised son of Abraham without the acceptance of God. So we see that 14 years went off without, without because God has got nothing to do in Abraham's life. Because everything is short-circuited in his life. So God did not have anything. Because Ishmael is born. Ishmael is born already. So uh, then we see, then, uh, then we see uh, the next theme, which is God's everlasting covenant will be only with God's promised seed. God's everlasting covenant will be only with God's promised seed. That uh, Abraham did not know what, what was God's plan. In uh, chapter 17, second verse, I will make my covenant between me and thee and will multiply thee exceedingly. God again spoke to Abraham at the age of 99. And Abraham was so happy that again, God is making a covenant between me and him. After all this confusion, after all this confusion, again, God is making a covenant. So Abraham was so happy. He fell, we read in the third verse, fell on his face and God talked with him. Then the fourth, uh, God blesses that shall be a father of many nations. What more reward? He's happy. Then it says, thy name shall be Abraham. And for a father of many nations, I have made thee. Again, God's, uh, God's promises comes to him. Then in sixth verse, king shall come out of thee. What more reward? He is being blessed like anything. Seventh verse. Very specifically, God says, I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a, uh, to be a God unto thee, 
uh, everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. So uh, here we see that God is making a covenant between him and then after, uh, after him, it is his seed. Still, Abraham does not know. Abraham thinks that it is Ishmael only. Now, Sarah comes, becomes the proposed wife by God. God proposes only once. Sarah, until now, we see that two powers and one promised child. Till now, God is not has not opened, him, uh, opened up his plan. Genesis 15, and God says unto Abraham, for as for Sarah thy wife, thou shall not call her Sarai, but Sarah shall be, uh, shall be her name. And 16th verse, now God try opens up. I bless her and give thee a son of her. Yeah, I will bless her and she shall be a mother of nations. King of people shall be of her. Now, uh, he's having some doubt. 17th verse, 17th verse, uh, uh, 17th verse, see how, how much the fleshly decision has influenced Abraham. See how much. Then in 17th verse, the Abraham fell upon his face and laughed. Can she... Uh, can she uh, and Sarah is at, his, at, at, at her 90s. Can she bear? In the 18th verse, it's very clear. Abraham said, uh, said unto God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before thee. Abraham had his own plans. God had his own plans. Now, God's plan, when, when you 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 when you are when you are put into trial and you take your your own decisions and make a mess out of it how much god needs how much god needs to work upon you to bring back to god's will to uh, so here we 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 read in in the 21st verse but my covenant will i establish with isaac which Sarah shall bear unto thee at this, at, at this set time in the next year. What, why did God bring Sarah back when they all opted for two? Why did uh, uh, God bring Sarah back? Because God proposes only once. And that one, and the one which proposed was Sarah. And God cannot the second reason is god cannot bring about his promise through a fleshly decision god cannot bring about his blessing through a fleshly decision so he need to bring out his plan to bring the blessings to bring the blessings so here we see that we see that though Abraham was influenced, he wanted Ishmael to be his son and to be the heir uh, and to be heir of his blessings. But God had totally different plan. 
he said sarah will be your wife god does not consider anything other than your wife so you and your husband husband and your wife are the one which is god accepted whatever decisions that you take in your life whatever decisions you think that it is good for your life if you take it at the cost of your family it is your decision it is your fleshly desire and god says in genesis uh, chapter 6 it says that god says only from the heart only bad things can come out only bad things i am not saying the exact word verse but uh, uh, the heart is always deceitful the heart is always deceit deceitful so when you are having plan 2 nothing works good if you are having if you are if you are not sitting before god and if you are not praying before god to know his plan again the devil will put you through because god's clear plan is very clear he is put the base in the word of god that husband and wife they are being proposed and that is the one proposed by god i don't accept any other now anything you take and the children is his uh, his his uh, uh, blessings now he has don't own the children the children are not yours we have to give it back leave 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 alone giving it back to back to god you think after 20 25 years you you know one day one man will come and say that this is this is my wife you should not go to your father's house you have you have, you have to be there so don't be concerned about their future if god is there your children's future is secure if you take any decision without god it is going to be a mess like this and abraham god had to work on abraham work on abraham work on abraham and you see you see now how 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 difficult it is how difficult it is now see uh, now we saw that god's covenant uh, was on sarah but abraham's thought was on isaac uh, was on is uh, is ishmael and uh, sarah gave birth to isaac now after that uh, after that we see in chapter 21 uh, we see that uh, abraham made a big party and we saw that in the ninth verse that is in 21:8 21:9 we saw sara saw the son of hagar the egyptian which she had born unto abraham mocking mocking then sara says to abraham cast out this bond woman and her son for the son of this bond woman shall not be heir with my son even with isaac see this was a big shock this was all the baggage that he took the second decision the second decision was so good for that one day when he agreed with sara it was so good it was so beautiful sara is agreeing for something which he did not have in his dreams but suddenly things changed now see the baggage that he is holding now he sees he sees um, uh, now 
11th verse says, and the thing was grievous in Abraham's sight. It was very difficult. You know, 15, 15 years lived together as husband and wife. And now uh, Sarah is asking, uh, asking this lady to be sent out and his, and his son. How a father, it may be possible for Sarah, but how a father can send his own son, which, lived, which he lived for 14, 15 years with him, and he was being asked to send out. Who's the culprit? It was Abraham. It was Abraham because the decision to say no was very difficult for him. To say no was very difficult for him. The, the whole problem started with Abraham agreeing with Sarah. Now, uh, now uh, he did not wait. In the 14th verse, Abraham rose up early, took bread and bottle of water and gave it to Hagar, putting it on her shoulder and the child and sent her away. Because uh, it is very difficult to, to remove your will for God's will when it is when it is grown to such a height that it has become a big tree. A big tree. And he had all his futures connected with him. He was thinking that he will come up and he will get him married and he will have grand, grandchildren. All these plans he had made. Now once one fine morning he had to. So it is, it is very difficult to remove your will uh, for God's will at that point of time. If you don't know how to say no, and if you cherish and you take a decision, no one else, it will be you alone who will be suffering. But at that point of time, no one will be there. Take God's decision, even if it is a little bit difficult. That is, that is why God says that, uh, select the straight gate. Straight gate is slightly difficult, but the white gate is so open but use the straight gate. Abraham, then, we, then when we see that Abraham in, twin, in Genesis 25, 5, Abraham gave everything he owned to his son because we see that Ish, Ishmael was sent out. Then Abraham had some worldly, worldly sons also. We see in uh, Genesis chapter 25 that he gave them gifts and he sent out. He was very clear that God has made his son Isaac was his uh, promise and no one else. So it is, it is God's will that Isaac is going to be the promised son. And that is through Sarah. So now when we read Galatians, it says that Abraham had two sons, Galatians 4, 22, 23, uh, two sons. And the 23rd verse, he who was of the bondwoman was born after the flesh. And he of the free woman was by promise. So there were two sons and two ladies. One was a bondwoman. If you are stuck with the fleshly decisions of yours, not godly decisions, it is talking about two things. One is fleshly decisions and the other one is godly decisions. If you are stuck with the, the, uh, with the decision, uh, decision of yours, say no and come off. 
if you are in the place where two roads meet where the where the where the uh, the ass was you say no to that uh, fleshly desire and come back this is this is the word of god to you whoever is taking a decision at this point of time now in uh, genesis 20 21 now you have to know that god's will you cannot prevail uh, your will cannot prevail over god's will that is for sure now in genesis 22:1 and it came to pass after these things you know when it says and it came to pass after these things means our past means such a lot of havoc happened in abraham's life that he had to send his wife you, we read it in one verse but it is not one verse he had talked the uh, next day no sarah is not agreeing you have uh, you have to leave there will be fight and she says no i cannot leave uh, then son says no appa don't leave me and all these things are happening happening over there when all these uh, things are happening over there abram says i have to have some peace of peace of mind you go now i will try later and he sense i am just imagining that these could be the worst words but he decided that because with this two wives he cannot continue and of course the second is not wife it was made wife by his wife itself not by god so he had to send it he had to sever sever means not uh, taking an axe and cutting chopping off the chopping off the 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 uh, the bottom of the tree it is pulling out the root you are pulling out the root and throwing him out into the sea you need to you need to you need to do that so and it came to pass god did tempt abraham and said unto him abraham 22nd uh, 22nd chapter second verse take thy take now thy son thine only son whom you love now here god is going to have a another trial you know god has a plan because the one good thing when we see in abraham was he believed he trusted in god he trusted in god you see from the beginning he trusted him in in him and he came off from that from from that place from that place and uh, he uh, came back to this place and now uh, he says you have to take your child and give it as a sacrifice here also because uh, abram went from his uh, uh, will he had to suffer quite a lot now god is coming up with to know whether he loves him alone more than his son god gives the children to us but children should not uh, have the power more than god children should not become a king in the house children should not be dictating things to you you have to keep the children at their level they are given as an innocent people unto you children unto you you can tame them in whatever that is like a dog given given to you a dog given to one of us uh, the dog will be uh, tied into uh, this thing 
but when it is given to a police academy they teaches that so that kind of a teaching is required in a family now here we see that uh, this one love now you have to know that abraham is not having another son he is having only one son now he is trying to put all the uh, promises into him and suddenly god says that uh, you you have to take him and offer as a sacrifice here is the one this is why abraham is made the father uh, the father uh, the father of the nation the father of faith and here we see that he didn't have anything we all know that he is not having anything he's finished and at this point of time he takes a decision to to obey god's word and he goes there and i'll and i'll read that and and i'll read that part and abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order and bound isaac on uh, uh, isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife and slay his son angel of the lord called unto him out of the heaven and said abraham abraham lay not thy hand upon the lad for now i know that you fear me and uh, this is the time that is tested with your child now finally with your child to prove that you are in the promise now anything that anything that is coming in your life any decision god says that throw throw that throw that uh, uh, throw that uh, lady uh, 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 here it says that uh, he, uh, cast out this bondwoman with her son and for the son of this bondwoman will not be a hair in in my son now when the hair of the promise promise son uh, when when promise son is there in you working in you the uh, the uh, we have to we have to cast out the bondwoman and bondage this is a bondage when we have a life of flesh and uh, and uh, and spiritual life when you have both it is a bondage it is a bondage that it can trap you at any point of point of point, point of time now uh, god uh, cannot be happy with ishmael on the altar why because he is the product of your flesh because he is the product of your he wants the one which is promised unto you the promised is none other than christ we read in galatians 3:16 that is of course it means christ so that this is the promise promised uh, child the promised child means it is not many it is jesus christ and uh, god for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life this is this is what when we believe in the promise when we believe in the promised child the promise is ours when you believe in jesus jesus christ he is our promised he he is our 
uh, he is our promise, promised child by God. When we believe, believe in him, when we uh, put our trust in him, the bondage woman and the son will not have any, any power upon you, any of your decisions. Today itself, you take a decision. Are you still keeping Ish, Ish, Ishmael in your house? Is he hiding? Is he, is, he, is he hiding? Are you ready to keep your Isaac on the altar? These are the questions that God is throwing before you. Are you still keeping Ish, Ishmael in your house? Are you ready to keep Isaac on the altar? Now, if you are taking a decision, if you are taking a decision, I know many of this message is for someone. This is gone to someone. They are taking their own decisions. Anything leaving, separating family. And you might say many things. It is your ego. It is nothing but your ego. God works through the family. God is happy in the family which he proposed. And the proposed son will come through. We need to just wait for him. That is all we need to, we, we, we need to do. God has sent his son. We are, I will read it again. For God who loved the world, he has given the only begotten son for me and for you. Whosoever believe should not perish, but everlasting life. God has given you Jesus Christ so that you will take a decision with him and you will not keep the legs in two boats. Ishmael will not be hiding. Ishmael will be cast away. And he will not have any reason to be with the promised child. May God bless you. Pastor. Praise God. <clears throat>